Hey guys, welcome to Forget the Walls podcast. My name is Elizabeth and I am your host. If you haven't heard part one of Purposeful Pain, go check it out. Get a coffee, get a seat, get your friends or get yourself, get a notepad, get a pen. Just sit down, have a listen. Um, If you have any kids around, put them away for a second and talk to them later if you feel like you're ready to educate them about um this part of our society. And uh, yeah, take a seat, enjoy, sit back and relax. All right. So how can you save yourself, you know, from the stranger? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I personally think that a lot of people don't know how to deal with pain. I think because to an extent, we don't understand the gravity of pain. Mm. Now, I'm... I may be a bit biased as a Christian here, but ain't nobody know what pain is more than Jesus. Mm-hmm. Talk about it. <laughs> How you gonna tell me the man was innocent, went through like the first most excruciating pain back in his yeah. day. Yeah. And yet man was like, Father, forgive them. Forgive who? Right. <laughs> right. Know, if if people really understood like pain, yes, pain is affected your life so therefore your pattern your behavior is probably symptoms right right so you're going to you're probably going to drugs you're going to alcohol you're turning back to the guys for sex you're going back to you're going back to the sex that that did the thing in the first place you're going back to because that. you want to mask it right but you're not you're not healing it you're not a healer that's not no. your function. No, it's not. It's not in your manual. No, you know? especially if you've been the one that's been affected. Yeah. Direct, you know? I think uh, one, of the, one of the issues, there's several issues, right? One, we live in an over-sexualized generation. Perverted. Perverted. <laughs> Perverted generation. Let's make it clear. Perverted yes. generation. So everything, there's sex everywhere. Right. So of course, people are, their minds are all, it's sexualized. Right. Right. It's so bad some know. people's identity is attached to sex. Do you know what I mean? Like, sis, you're talking to be quiet. Before I got married, <laughs> even as a Christian, no, even when I first got saved as a Christian, I used to sexualize myself. Right. Like, I would be like, am I sexy enough? Right. Am I attractive enough? Right. And I didn't realize what it was. Right. Until now I'm now I'm like five years into my salvation. Now I can I can look back with hindsight and be like, oh my for me, it was like I depended on I depended on men to tell me who I was. Mm. I depended on men to tell me if I was attractive enough. Right. For a man. Right. I depend on men to tell me um what my worth was for like, right i did it on them for my self-esteem right right how, how are you gonna depend on other people for your self-esteem the key word is self esteem <laughs> <laughs> it's facts yes you know so as i grew in my christianity as i grew in my relationship with god god started telling me who i am right 
He started telling me what I'm worth. Right. Right. He started giving me back my self-esteem. Right. So now I don't depend on other dysfunctional human beings. Right. Because people hurt people. Right. Mm. And on them anymore. Yeah. I depend perfect. Yeah. To tell me. Yeah. And let's talk about why for our own sake, we can't depend on other people. And even maybe if we understand why we can't, then we'll give each other, we'll cut each other a little bit more slack and actually care about the healing. We have to know that like humans are fickle. Yeah. So it's like, I'm ill. I'm ill. You're ill. He's ill. She's ill. And we're all yeah like who's gonna fix you know i know counseling is great and i'm actually in support of counseling um but i mean come on let's be realistic you're gonna need more than that you know what i mean like that's 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 a healthy step but you're going to need somebody that's with you the whole way even after you stop paying for help you're gonna need somebody that's with you when no one is there the reason being the people that you're the counselor you're going to is probably going to somebody else for counseling facts because of all the problems they're listening facts. to facts you facts you just don't know facts but you know we're all broken so yeah who's going blind leading the blind and also because we are um if somebody if like you know if there's somebody who could be like i'm not broken i don't know what you're talking about like i'm fine yeah you know like I'm happy for are you. That? Like you, you know, like if you are honestly like without pain or trauma and perfect, like God bless you. Um, but for a majority of us that have to deal with pain in different forms, and uh, some of us that have been traumatized by just like being molested or raped or abused or whatever, um, how we engage in the conversation as a society is now problematic because it's the same ill people that form society so now you have unhealthy people making strong statements that govern unhealthy people it's a messed up world huh so i'm saying we need to stop looking outside and come back inside within you know when you're still able to function um physically like you're still able to go about your day-to-day life um when your when your trauma is able to hide behind all your busy schedules when your pain is able to hide behind all your busy routine you can still live and ignore the fact that this is a part of you and it's affecting you but it'll still like it'll it'll have an effect on how you sue yourself it'll still have an effect on Mm -hmm. how you interact with people but at least for your own consciousness, you can kind of ignore the the pain inside or even the shame might not come up until you remember that specific incident. I know that, you know, we can say this is how we've gotten through it. But in those times where I was depending on men, I didn't want, I was an addict. <laughs> I didn't want to not depend on, on, do you know what I mean? Like I didn't, I, hear you. I didn't want to not do that again. So like if I, if what I depend on now is, you know partying and going out and getting drunk and i'm already used to that i'm not gonna want to not depend on that again i guess it's like so you know how like what is this pain it's like and i'm learning like pain pain can be a good thing i was just thinking that <laughs> not 
Did you not? I was just thinking that. Yeah, that's that's the other part I really want to share. Like pain can be a good thing, a very good thing. Um, and it's been a good thing to me. Now, like I love and I wouldn't take a back for anything. I love my story. I love how horrible it was because I have so much now. Like so like my freedom, no one can understand it but me because I was tied up for a minute. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And now it's like that pain, I said, you know, what the what is your pain producing? That pain has produced so much um sense of purpose, a sense of identity. It's like because I experienced who I wasn't. Do you get me? Like I lived a life experiencing like that girl having no sense of self. That wasn't me. And because it's like, I know that now I'm so sure of what my identity is. And pain has a purpose guys. And what will determine the end result is really what's governing the car, the car ride. Do you know? Like, as I was talking to God, I was just kind of like, okay, let's say that, you know, pain is in the car and it's driving a car. And like my whole life, I had a fake steering wheel at the back seat, thinking that I was in control. And it was just me and pain this whole time, you know, influencing and affecting my decisions. And then can you imagine if my, my dad got in a car, there would be a change. The dynamics of that situation would change. Why? Because now it's like, first of all, there's a third party that's not um, subjected to that pain, right? And it's like, there's tr- like he's not going to let me run into something that's going to harm me. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking to myself, I was like, okay, so God, it's like, you know, you get into the car and, and, and you're beside me now, so I don't have to worry. And am I? I think my heart just went like, no, I'm not in a backseat with you anymore. I'm driving. And I was like, yeah, you are. You're driving. And it hit me like, the person that's governing determines where you go. It's like, his driving, so pain has to take a back seat. Because you know, like, the pain, the pain does, it just does not go like that. It doesn't just get out the car. Yeah. it's really a process depending on who you let in the car with you you'll know like your destination is safe you know yeah. and it's like for me number one I got to understand the purpose of the pain um and I I understand that it's it's it's, it's producing good fruits instead of negative ones and the only way that it could do that is because you know I got a third party involved I remember when you told me that that like illustration they said god gave you about the pain and i was thinking about that i was like that is so deep because obviously yeah. living my life just me in pain not having god in the picture has done so much damage that obviously now god is in the picture he's fixing that you know and right. i remember thinking now my pain i've given that to god so like you said god has stepped into the car mm-hmm. but one of the promises of god is I will never leave you nor forsake you. Mm. Do you get me? Yeah. I was thinking, even if pain 
even if pain is in the front seat, somewhere in that car, right? Jesus sitting beside you the whole time, the whole time, the whole time. The whole time. Amen. Like, <laughs> Amen. You know? No, I feel that one hundred. Mm-hmm. Passenger seat beside pain, right? He could be on your right side in the back seat. He could be on your left side in the. But back who seat. takes the will is is who you let take the will. Exactly. But on top of that, right? Because Jesus will never leave you nor forsake you. All you've got to do is one thing. Turn to Jesus. Focus. What's your focus? Who are you looking at? Who are you looking at? The pain? If you're you're looking at pain driving, you're going to miss Jesus. Yes. Talk girl, if you don't talk about it. yes focus it's literally focus turn to jesus focus you know yes like we live in a generation now where it's like the gospel is people are really trying to wash it out yeah it's not sexy it's not nice it's not sexy (laughs) it's not sexy (laughs) it's like god is not sexy forget it forget it (laughs) but you know but that's why i feel like this world is going more and more astray. Right. How you, right. you may not be able to see the physical aspect of pain, right. but once that enters into your mind, right. it could easily go it's down. It's so powerful. Your People, you know I mean, your mind is so powerful that that's the first place that you get attacked. Yeah. That's the first oh, yeah. Before you die physically, people who kill themselves, they've already mentally... <laughs> Yeah, we're in pain up here. Right. And we don't get it. Like we don't, we just feel like it brings such discomfort. I want to get rid of it quick. I want to get rid of it quick. So quick relief, temporary relief, my friends, quick relief, my job, quick relief. Um, just quick self, uh, what, what is it? Is it gratification? Quick relief, you know? And it's like, even some people that hurt girls or girls that hurt boys, it's just, you're so enslaved to this desire. And you're like, if you don't do it, you won't be free. Quick relief. And it's like, Mm. no, you're hurt. You're in pain. Pause. (laughs) Yeah. Pause. I was literally tied up. And the way that I was acting and moving with my life, yeah, there was a point where you can tell that I was tied up, but there was other parts of my life. Like when I got into a relationship like two years ago, I was happy. I was, I was like, girl, you happy, happy. <laughs> and it's like, yo, this pain that we're talking about, if it's coming from real trauma, it's not going to de- fade away and disappear if you don't cure it, if you don't fix it, if you don't get to some, some, somewhere or someone who can heal you. Like, it's not going to disappear. It's not going to disappear. And when I say somewhere, I mean like your, a mental place. You know, they have phys- we have physical places you go for like relief, counsel, or um, turn into the person who made you and go to the actual house of God being introduced to freedom, being introduced to peace. Yo, I used to think about my past and I would just be disgusted. And now it's like, I'm, I, I'm lit. Like, I'm happy. <laughs> I mean, like, forgiveness was a process, you know? That was a process. And I, I thank God that he helped me through that. But, like, honestly, 
(laughs) I've never been so at peace in my whole entire life. And it's not even in a corny way. It's like security. I have security. I wrote a poem one time and I said, I want happiness, guaranteed happiness. And I was like, it's not a thing. It's not a thing if you depend on him or her. The heart and being is far too complex. The art of seeing is identifying, identifying the root, not of them, but of you, of you, the root. What's got you twisted? What, what, what's got you in this place? You're making all these flimsy decisions and you think that it's freedom and you're tied up mm. by pain and blind to it. And our our men are treating girls like crap and our girls are treating guys like crap and we're treating each other like crap and like, and we are image bearers. We are like, we are. I just, I just, I just pray that, you know, every heart that is in pain right now, that you really just start the process. It's a process. It's not easy, but I'm telling you that you can be free. Like you can be free of guilt, free of shame, the whole thing. It doesn't have, it doesn't, it doesn't have to be like this. You don't have to be dependent on anything to have this temporary sense of peace and freedom and, and relief that we all, you know, run to. It's like our pain is producing more pain. Mm. My issues are birthing issues. Right. Like, yeah, I'm. It's it's the journey, but it doesn't have to be a lonely journey. For sure, yeah. It's like, yeah. When I got that image of me in the car with a stranger, and I got the image of God getting in a car, it's like it just made complete sense. Cause you know, when you're going, you're in a car, you know, you're going somewhere. You know what I mean? Like, so it's like hope as well. You know, I have a question. If you could say something to the person um that um abused you what would you say i forgive you right literally christ was like forgive them for they know not what they were doing i can look at the abuses and say the same thing right because at the end of the day we're all broken. Right. We're all trying to find fulfillment from something. And I found my fulfillment in Christ. Right. That's where my healing came from. Yeah. But for them, that may not have been the case. You know, it's twisted. But looking back now, I'm like, you know what? I can't hate you. I used to, but I can't. I can't keep saying, you know, I hate you for what you did to me kind of thing. Because if truth be told in my situation, what was done to me, I ended up doing to somebody else. Right. But in a sense, even at such a young age, you can say I ended up taking another young person's innocence. Right. So what would I want them to say to me? Right. Right. You know? Right. All I can do, listen, pray for your enemies, do you know? Do you think that we need to humanize each other more? I think we do. And it's not to justify anybody's actions, by the way, because I know some people, like, honestly, um, 
that pain can just make you feel hate. Like you will hate harder than a rock. You would hate like every single time I thought about this, especially the one where I was an adult, you know, the, yeah, actually, yeah, especially, yes, the one where I was an adult, I read the hatred <laughs> was, I was disgusted. Like I was just like, yuck, yuck to you and yuck to me. Yuck. Um, ew. Ew. So disgusted. But um I think now just being being free. I think you you can't say what you just said if you weren't free. No, most definitely not. It's it's impossible. Stupid. It's impossible. How can you cause cause you attach like you will attach your condition to that person. Yeah. You know, you did to me. This is because of you. This is because of you. I feel like this because of you. And even though it is true and you have a reason, a solid reason to feel what you feel, you need to Mm -hmm. understand that your freedom will not come unless you set them free. Ooh, preach. You know. I literally had to fight to forgive this person. I was disgusted. I was disgusted. Like I would see somebody that looked like him on the TV and I would change, I would change what I'm watching. I would change the whole thing. I would change it because I just like, and I was like, Mm. Elizabeth, you got to let this go completely. You got to let this go completely. Like, and yeah, it's tough. On top of what you said, the reason why you got to let it go completely is, People don't realize that pain opens a door to other negative emotions. Right. What is it producing? Yes. So pain produces bitterness. For sure. Bitterness produces resentment. For sure. Resentment produces hate. Right. Hate produces murder. And can I say something as well? Can I say something as well? Yeah. Most of the time, what you put outside, you already have inside. So you're putting out that hate, but you have it inside for yourself too. Oh, yeah. You have it inside for yourself too. And you know how you know that you have it inside for yourself? Because of the way that you treat yourself. Mm. Because of the way. And it's it's like, it's not something you want to do deliberately. You don't want to undervalue yourself. But when you have no control, then you are controlled by what dictates which is that pain and other emotions that come from that pain. So it is important that we acknowledge our trauma and recognize the pain and see what it produces to start correcting it. To start making decisions to get help. And to be honest, when I say we need to humanize each other, it's like, I know people want to really see people pay for what they do and consequences for actions is part of not just society, but I would say it's part of God. God believes in justice. Oh yeah. So it's not that for sure people will face consequences for what they do. Even if you sin against God, you will face consequences for your (laughs) sin. Just so you know, even if you're God's child, just so you know 
disclaimer. So, uh, consequences, it doesn't skip anybody. Sorry. Sorry. Repay you for that bad thing. Like, God, he'll he, he let that. You know, oh, when you, like, nobody has to beat you. Inside, you will face some stuff that will be like, yeah, I'm really suffering for this action. Start focusing on what actually matters, which is getting a better, um, a more healthy society. A more healthy society. You know, like I said in the introduction, like, if you and I don't start working, then how's the whole picture going to start to take shape? Like, But the longer you play victim, the longer you will be bound by your pain. Right. Can you explain to people what plain victim is? So, Because I know there are some really hypersensitive people on earth right now. <laughs> when we say play victim, we don't mean that. Um, it, it sounds, it may sound like it's, it's, you know, belittling the pain of a victim. But this is, this, this is what it is. Like, if you're in this mental space where you're not, you are sitting in that position of pain and you are accepting being crippled and being controlled by that and you just refuse, you refuse to heal. You refuse to get better. You know, there's a beautiful story when Jesus is like talking, going to the guy and this man has been there for what? Was it 38 years? I think so. Yeah. 38 years. So this man, this man was born blind. This guy was born blind, right? Keep in mind, God made everything, right? So God actually made my guy. (laughs) And if he was 38, that means he's probably older than God, right? So just to be funny, <laughs> God probably made him right before he came into Mary's stomach. So <laughs> he, he was blind, right? And God comes to him and he sees knowing everything. He obviously knows everything. And mm-hmm. he says like, do you want to be healed? Isn't that what he says? Yeah. And then the man goes, I have not to put me in the pool. How are you going to ask somebody... That- First of all, I got somebody that was there for 38 years. You know he was, you made him blind. You made him blind. You let this happen to me, God. You let this happen to me, God. If God is so real, how is he going to let this happen to a little kid? You let this happen to me. So how is God going to, do you want to be healed? What type of, what type of, that's a very wicked question. <laughs> that's what we're, you're thinking. You're thinking, how can you, how can you guys make such statements like this? Do you not understand the gravity of what happened? Like people are actually hurting. People died. People lost their lives. People, people, people are hurting. People are doing so. How can you say this? Be angry. But guys, you not understand what, where this anger is coming from though. It's coming from pain. Yeah. It's coming from pain and, and pain has the potential to do anything Yes. But what we're talking about is to do healing. Hmm. Let's do healing. Do you want to be healed? That's the question. Do you want to be healed? And he says what he said. What he said. Tell us what he said. He he was like, sir, I have no one to put me in the pool. Right. Somebody after Teddy. That's not what I asked you. That's not what I asked you. That's not what I asked you. I have no, do you want to be healed? I have no one to put me in the pool, huh? No, do you want to be healed? Every time I try to get to the pool, somebody gets there before me. Do you want to be healed? Do you know what I just caught from that right now? I kid you not. Jesus 
asked him a question to do with him, as in him, the divine person. Mm. And his response has to do with other people. others. Hey! 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 No, no, think about that. Hey! Do you, capital Y-O-U, in text talk, capital U, want to be, do you want to be healed? And your response is, I have no one to put me in the pool. Yeah. I understand yeah. that. And I understand to depend on someone to carry you. Mm. I'm not asking you if anyone can carry you. The one who's able to heal you is right here. And you're he doesn't know that. So- he doesn't know that. But see, that's yeah. the problem. That's one thing I, I mean, for myself, that's one thing I learned. I suppose you can say, Jesus has come to me several, before he finally got my attention, He's come to me several times to heal me. And because I didn't recognize him, right. I was like, no, you can't really do anything for me. I'm sorry. Yeah. Or, or these other people and that happened and this happened and that happened. And I, I want every right to be angry. What happened to me was very unjust. Yes, it was unjust. Yes. It was you unjust. Know? It's horrible. Who understands injustice? But we want to fix. No? We want to heal. We we don't want this horrible thing to keep happening to our children, our friends, and our sisters. So when we get asked, do we want to be healed? We say, yeah. It's like you can't appreciate the present of the future if you're presently thinking about the pain of the past. I need to put that in the song. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, let's say, say that again so I can really get it. Okay. You can't appreciate the present of the future. The present of the future or the presence? The present. The present, the gift. The gift of the The future, right. Yes. You're presently thinking about the pain of the past. Right. Right. It's like you're stuck in the middle. And even if you do... Even if you do try to appreciate the future, it's not going to be in full. It's not going to be the fullness of what you could yeah. have because there's a fraction there's a part of you that is like um still going through it yeah it's like do you know what i was thinking about the other day it's like um you know physically you get dolled up you get your hair done you get your fades you get your suit on you get your dress on you get your heels on you're trying to move but you realize that you can't move because there's like a ball chain stuck to your leg Right. That's what letting pain control you feels like. On the outside, things are good. You could wear those long ball gowns. Ain't nobody right. going to know what's under. Right. But you know that you can't move because there's a ball chain stuck to your leg. Right. That's why they use it for prisoners back in the day. Because if you put that weight on them, they can't go anywhere. Right. It keeps you but restricted. Exactly. And it keeps right. you in the same place. Right. Yeah. And we yeah. don't mean like in the same place. This could be mentally yeah you know i was bound and listen guys i'm not even joking the things god did in my life nobody can tell me that god is not real i don't care if god is not sexy um you know anymore or he's never really been sexy or trendy but um he 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 hasn't though like he (laughs) he showed showed up like two thousand years ago and they said who are you (laughs) like you know so i mean i don't care but he's been so real that um nobody can say like he's not real um to me and i just want to i want you to you know ask yourself like you know what i'm feeling right now like who is governing this pain you know like who is governing this pain what is this pain producing 
um, in my life. And like, I'm, do I, do I want to be, do I want to be free? You know, yeah. the one thing that I have now is that I didn't think I would ever have, which I, I, I would never have had if I kept trying to find it where I was looking, you know, was security, stability, security and stability. And I want, I was looking for it in people, you know, you know, like uh, in the relationships I was in and it's just like, no, that's, that's, you're being delusional. No, like they can't provide you that because they don't even have that themselves, you know? So yeah, you, you got to stop and, and your friends, well, I don't know about other people. I've definitely learned, like, you can't find that in your friends either. It's not because they're horrible people. It's just because we're not really created for that um, function to be relied on. That's not part of, no, no. That's your job. <laughs> That's not, even, even when you marry someone, you're not supposed to um, depend on them yeah. for, you know, your mental, physical, and spiritual well-being. So, you know, yeah. Man, I don't know. But um, yeah, and for for you know, men and girls and boys and women that have been through this, they're well. The first set of people I like to speak to are the people that um pretend that it's not affecting them. Um, mm. it would it would be good to believe that trauma has no effect on us, but because we're humans. And we've all experienced, most of us have all experienced traumatic events. It's almost impossible that that would be the case. Um, it's like anything. When you hurt your leg, you're going to feel that ouch. Oh, yeah. Except when you hurt your soul, it's an ouch that you can't reach into yourself to get the, you can't soothe yourself inside yourself. <laughs> no bad date is there you for you. You get somebody who can reach reach inside so yeah that ouch in your soul is 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 there you have to um make sure that you know you're okay make sure you're okay look after yourself mentally make sure you're okay and know that your pain has a purpose know that your identity is not that event um know that if only you would allow something else to govern your pain you would see how powerful and how beautiful your story is and could be and you become a blessing to other people um but if you are living and you're governed by pain that is not under submission to a higher authority then you may find that your pain is producing more pain you know chrissy shared like she got hurt and then she didn't even know but she she hurt somebody else by introducing them to a fire that they had no um, point of reference. Like she had no point of reference. I had no point of reference. You know, it's this, this is sad. It's sad that, you know, humans can get like this, but this is what sin does people. This is what sin does. Anyway, I am, I I don't even know how I feel about this episode. I feel like I felt really nervous and now I feel like I feel like there's just so much to be un, like to be, you know, 
unboxed in on this issue of just rape culture you know today we did not focus on the different aspects we're just focusing particularly on you know the aftermath and how we understand pain to be but i'm sure other people have a lot of different experiences with pain but um the one common thing that we can know and is that pain doesn't have to destroy pain can help to build it helped build me i'm still in the process building building process training process pain can help it can help construct it doesn't have to always destroy and it all depends on who you allow you know who you give the tool to even if you think of pain as as a little hammer thing you know if you give it to somebody you trust um and i don't know about you guys but i ain't trusting no human being with my soul not anymore <laughs> no but think about it i'm not trusting no human being with my soul i'm not like giving you my whole soul and sure that you're not like do you know what i mean like even your husband and your father and your mother like you have to leave that space knowing that they're human and they can mm-hmm. be fickle so that when they do hurt you a little bit you can forgive easily but with god mm-hmm. it's like you have to have he's that well that everlasting well you literally just have to dive inside and know that he's got you the whole way no human can do that for you i trust in no human with my soul no thank you no thank you (laughs) throw this in there it's like a like my closing message kind of thing i remember you know your intro with the whole you know outreaching and you're thinking how was i able to be there kind of thing and then with this story and with this um you know conversation going on and it's like with God, you're able to handle the pain because you know who handles you. Yeah. Do you know, yes. like, you know, they say th- the worldly term is what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Right. I get that. Right. But pain is something that it's not something that, oh, you know, it comes now. And once you, you deal with it, it's gone forever. Right. Right. Nope right so, not, not from trauma not pain you know, that comes from trauma yes oh no 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 it's gonna come back at some point yes but you can once you when you're god when you're when you've given yourself to jesus when you've given him that pain to, to deal for you you have security um, you have security you're able to handle that pain yeah it doesn't handle you mm-hmm. mm, talk about it because you know you're in the hands of god yeah yeah you know there you go and everything has to be subject to god anyway right we don't like to believe that though like i know right now it's people like oh my gosh like no like i don't want to have this god discussion because you know because we don't want to be subject to god that's true but if you're not subject to god you're still subject to something so what would you rather be subject to (laughs) something that likes you or something that doesn't like you pain is not your friend pain does not like you if you try to resolve pain by smoking weed and getting high with your friend and going out to party, it will finish. Party will finish. Weed will finish. You can go and retop it, but it will still finish at some stage. And I don't know if you can be smoking weed and drinking party with your friend when you're 40. Or maybe you can. There's some uncle. <laughs> <laughs> but everything is it's gonna temporary relief will come to an end. So then what? Yeah, then what? Then what? When the weed and the alcohol doesn't work anymore, then what? Therapy? Oh. You know, 
the type of freedom that I know I could not have received from any one human, you know, it's a supernatural relief. That's what it is. It's a supernatural lifting, you know, like I feel like, yes, yeah, I feel I feel like, okay, even if you slap me today, I will still, I, I feel, I kind of feel like I could turn my cheek and you could have the other one too. I kind of feel like that. And I, I wouldn't do that in my own strength because I have a high nose. I like to raise my nose up and be like, what? <laughs> what? Are you, what? Who do you think you're talking to? But like when, when, when God, when, when you have a supernatural relief, and release, honestly, freedom is, man, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. What, do you, what is freedom, Chrissy? What is freedom? Freedom from this guilt and this disgust and this uh, pain and, and the memory and shame. What is freedom like? It's amazing. It's great. Um, no, it is. Freedom. I don't know how to describe freedom in words. It's like freedom in like from from what you what you were feeling before. Yeah. Like just I feel like I'm a whole different person. I'm not the person I used to be. I am better than the person I used to be. Right. Right. Because with God, if you stick with God, that is, there is no going backwards. Not religion. Relationship with God. Not religion, guys relationship with god just wanted to put that this game there <laughs> we find it hard to submit but it's for it's so that we can we can experience the fullness of life because you can't really be liberated in unforgiveness and bitterness and 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 then there's this beautiful perfect false sense of control that would deceive people till death if they if we let it you know so it's like i know we find a you know we we do we do find a hard to submit you because i'm gonna tell you now i did after i got saved and god was like asking me for something i did not want to give i was like no i had this before you came into my life and you see how much this makes me happy so no <laughs> freedom is like but it's letting it go to someone who can actually deal with it because your pain doesn't want to leave you alone by the way <laughs> your pain is your shadow it doesn't want to leave you it doesn't want to leave you bro like it's been a crawl it's for that you it, do you know what it is right uh, to, like in that time this last this relationship i was in right i thought i was i really was convinced like i was just so happy i was like for real and it's like even at the peak of my happiness in that moment, mm. my pain would just sneak up, sneak up in little attitudes of just wanting to be in control. A relationship that's the person wants to have a healthy relationship with you, that symptom from the pain still creeps up like, hi, be defensive, gain control, <laughs> be defensive, gain control, because you haven't dealt with this pain. And it's like, I'm distracted by this false um, sense of, I'm fine. I'm fine. You know what I mean? This happiness, this, but it was just kind of like, in me, there was a serious dysfun dysfunction. Do you know what I mean? So it's like, 
there's no way that you're going to really enjoy what this is properly and have a healthy one. Do you know what I mean? So I'm very, I'm very happy and grateful that God has, first of all, helped me understand. And the most, I'm just so happy that he's helped me take away this, that shame. Do you get me? Now, when I speak about it, I'm not uncomfortable to say it. I just don't want other people to be uncomfortable when I say it. Do you get me? So I'm always like trying to, I'm trying to say it in a way that will make, that will make sure, like, I'll make sure other people aren't like, oh, that's kind of uncomfortable to hear. But me, I'm, oh, oh, God bless them. Do you know what I mean? (laughs) God actually bless them. Thank you very much for making my story extra juicy. Um, And, um, you know, colorful so yeah that's what pain do pain has potential to you know construct or if you don't know who's in control of the ride to your destination then you can end up anywhere and you'll be shook you'll be shook ed you will be shook you will end up i was going to say something there you end up marrying a psychopath a psychopath (laughs) You be shook. Okay, jokes aside, if you don't know who's in control of the ride, you don't you you have no idea where you can end up. It's a guessing game. I'm not trying to live my life on a guessing game. Oh, and when I say guessing game, people are like, oh well, you don't know the future anyway. Excuse me. If I'm in tune with the person who made me, I may not know the future, you know, frame for frame, but at least I know that I'm secure. Oh yeah. Yes. So with that being said, godly governance, I believe in godly pain. Oh, yes. I, be- I, believe, yes. In God- I-, I believe in godly pain. It's a real thing. It's pain with constructive purpose. It's a pain that produces constructive results. It's going to help you grow and do something that will produce good fruits for not only yourself, but for others, like self self realization, <laughs> sounds <laughs> like a scholar. <laughs> self 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 realization, where you really start to know who you are. That's godly pain. Pain that allows you to get to a, a place of humility, and you see that you are imperfect, and and it stops you from judging others so quickly. It enables you to empathize and help. That's godly pain. Pain that helps you to come to the point of like. I need help, so I'm going to submit myself to the, a higher authority, to the person who made me, to get help. Pain that helps you form an intimacy with the person who made you, that's godly pain. You know? It's the kind of pain that makes you grow. Yeah. 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 I would say Jesus dying on the cross, that was godly pain. Yeah. And it wasn't easy. You know, he said he didn't. He said, Father, if you could take this off me right now. <laughs> If you could take this off me right now. And then he was like, but, you know, I know what it's for. You know, your will be done. Sometimes godly pain is pain that happens to some people for other people. Yes. Like, I can't remember which book. Yes. But it's like, we go through this pain so that we can comfort other people in that pain. And I would even say all pain can be godly pain depending on the decision you make. That's true. The minute that you say, I'm not going to let this thing determine 
where I'm going and how I act and how I feel about myself, I'm going to give it to somebody higher than me. That's now it's not your pain anymore. <laughs> yeah. Choosing to let go. That's first step. It's not your pain anymore. You know, it, I'm, yeah. I'm not even going to lie. Let me say this. We can wrap up. I'm not going to lie to anybody like this. The process is not easy and it's not quick. Mm-hmm. I'm really glad that we had this conversation for anyone that's listened to this and you're really just agitated at the level of, um, I guess you could say it probably sounds like we cut people some slack, you know, the people that hurt us or whatever, you could probably say we cut them some slack. It's true. That feeling that you have of like, you know, how can somebody do this to a little child or how can somebody hurt somebody like this? This is so horrible. They're a monster. That feeling that you have is justified when you're looking directly at pain. But what we're telling people to do right now is to refocus and stop. Do not focus on the pain because the pain is already with you, but don't look at it in the face and focus on it because it'll drive you. If you focus on something else that's bigger than you, you'll have security. It'll produce something that's so much better. You'll heal and other people will heal through you. That's so much more constructive than let, letting that bitterness and that pain drive you. And we're not saying it to empower the people that hurt other people. We're saying it to empower you. So... Uh, yeah yeah I think the question I was going to ask is just to ask yourself like who is with me on this journey because you know we're we're all in a journey we're all on that you know like who is with me you know especially if you're going if you're in a car with pain and stuff like that it's like who else is with me on this journey you know is it just me and all these like burdens and these traumatic events and these symptoms of um, trauma you know Mm -hmm. and I believe that I believe that you will be free I believe that you will be free. It all depends on you. So it's like like Jesus asked the man, do you want to be healed? All right.